don't understand. I am the law. <laughs> I'm the law. Adrian. I, I, Adrian. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. I am the law. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I still think Carl Urban did a better job with his subtle. I'm the law. Where he was basic. Yeah. I like his. Did you watch it? One. Did you watch uh, the new, the new Judge Dredd yet? Have you had a, a chance a to watch judge, that? Not a doctor. No, I haven't seen. Hey, it. you really, you really should. I, I mean, it's. And I think it's probably a little bit more in line with the new IDW series that we're taking a look at this week on ID on the uh, Dueling Review. I'm Stephen. That's Matthew. Hello, listeners. Hiya. Two guys, one comic, endless possibilities. Stop. I like that one. Okay, the endless possibilities kind of uh, cleans it up a little bit. So uh, we seem to be on a Judge Dredd kick lately for people who listen to our Major Spoilers podcast and really technically... This is the major spoilers podcast. You're just listening to a different show. Somebody was like, I thought, I thought you guys said you were only going to ever do one major spoilers podcast a week. And it's like, well, technically we only do two major spoilers podcasts a week. Everything else are different shows. Dueling reviews, a different show. Munchkin lands, a different show. You Uh, can't hold us to things that we said, you know, six years ago. ago. Oh no, this is like six years ago or whenever we started this podcast, some almost 500 episodes ago. Wow, what are we at? Four ninety eight. Four ninety seven is what this episode is of the major spoilers. And Marked episode from five twenty five. Yeah, and if we we were talking last week about uh, it's funny. Last week we were talking about what episode of Dueling Reviews is this, and I'm going to bring it up here real quick because uh, getting ready to move that uh, Dueling Review feed over seven. to iTunes. No, no, this is like sixteen or seventeen. What? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, it's it's up there, buddy. What? Dueling review. Oh, no, I haven't put that one in yet. Uh, but, yeah, we're up to, like, 16 or 17. We've been doing this since, uh, like, October, November of last year. Really? Regularly? Yeah, yeah, yeah every week. Was, was I there? Yes, every, well, I don't know if you're there all the time, but, yes, you were <laughs> present during the recordings of those shows. Hello! Are you so, sure it was me and not Fake Rigo? It might have been Fake Cause, Rigo, but I doubt it. Because that guy's a bastard, and he sounds just like Well, Fake Rigo, you know how the how he is. Yeah. Um, so we've been mentioning Judge Dredd uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Major Spoilers podcast. We read, we reviewed uh, Judge Dredd, The Cursed Earth. Uh, yeah. IDW Publishing currently has a Judge Dredd ongoing series. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Schweizkarisky, 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 Swarzinski. And uh, depending on what issue you're reading, this is issue number three. The uh, main story done uh, art by uh, Nelson Daniel, the backup mm-hmm. story by Langdon Foss. <laughs> Who, by the way, I'm pretty sure his name is an anagram. <laughs> Soft Langdon Foss. His, his real name is Dan Glorfin. <laughs> <clears throat> so eight million people in the eight billion people in the city, right? How many people live 8 in eight people in Naked City? Live you know in, what's uh, fascinating? Naked City One. What's that? I've been reading Judge Dredd off and on since the mid-80s, and until the Sylvester Stallone movie, for some reason, in my head, he always had a British accent. Well, that's because you were reading it from the, uh, the, you know, as we talked about in that episode, we were talking about how this is uh, England's look at or mock of Western culture. But he's an American character. Yeah, true. 
Mega City One is yeah, the East, Coast. East Coast of the United States. So Dread shouldn't talk like this, but he does in my head. He talks like Michael Caine. I think you really ought to watch. You bloody me! You need to really watch Judge Dread, and then I think you'll hear a really good. I, I really think Carl Urban did a good job as Judge Dredd. I wouldn't mind seeing him back in another Judge Dredd movie. I don't know yeah, if that'll if happen. They replace, if there's another Judge Dredd movie, they may replace him, and that guy could be suburban, and it would not be as good. <laughs> or he could be rural. Could be rural. Yeah. yeah. We're um, from Kansas. We can't say the word rural. Also, rural? wash. Rural? Or, or squirrel. <laughs> yeah, though I, I, I can still don't understand people who say wash. There's no R in there. I'm going to go well, wash and, you my know, clothes. We have the Wolf Creek nuclear plant, which is three words that Kansans cannot say. <laughs> nuclear? That's the Wolf Creek, new, the Wolf Creek nuclear power new, plant. Nuclear energy. Nuclear. It's Wolf Creek. Yeah. I grew Wolf up not Creek. too far away from there. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Five minutes into the show. We haven't even talked about Judge Dredd, the series from IDW Publishing. Sure, I yeah. uh, one, of the, one of the gripes that I had last week when, when we narrowed this down to the book we were reviewing was... I now have to go back and read the first two issues. So I scrambled and found the first two issues just so I could be caught up in case, you know, this is ongoing. And usually by the time you hit issue three, you're in the middle of a story. But that's not necessarily the case unless there is a bigger thing going on that uh, we're not made aware of yet. Because this issue has a few references to stuff that happened in the previous two issues. I'm glad I read the previous two issues. Um, But the way issue two ended with... uh, you know, this mind-swapped uh, uh, judge whose body is now, in, or brain is now implanted into a uh, robot getting ready to go undercover. I was like, oh, issue three going to be good. And uh, and that's also how Kansans talk. Um, that's but that's true. not what we got in this issue. That's also true. What? Uh, Sorry, give us a breakdown that. of the story here, Matthew. Well, this story actually is is... Kind of weird for a Dread story because it feels like an Americanized version of Dread, which is a British version of America. But essentially, a Trump alert has been called in Mega City One. Mm-hmm. One of the most valuable and richest citizens has gone missing, and his wife has been told that every hour they will chop off and mail her a part of his body unless she pays them like 11 gazillion dollars. Right. At which point, Dread busts in and says, Forget it. We found your husband. And the kidnappers are like, no, you have the clone. And Dred's like, no, you have the clone. And then the uh, wife says, forget it. I'll pay the rent. I mean, the ransom. And then Mitt Romney appears for a second. Yeah, that's weird. That is really weird. Well, they're talking about apparently this is an ongoing problem. Well, not just an ongoing ongoing problem that... Uh, nine other or eight other cases all happen simultaneously. So this uh, this group of terrorists or kidnappers or whatever is going after yeah. a mega hall, and they want all the money delivered by Judge Dredd. And yeah. so he's got to drive one of these flying tank machines around full of a gazillion billion dollars. Yep, and and it kind of turns into a sixteen blocks uh, for you know story. Yeah, I got that. And the thing that I really liked is. I'm not familiar with the uh, all of the Judge Dread everywhere, right? But Dread, Dread is answering in this issue to Chief Justice Morgan, who looks for all the world to me in a couple of scenes, like Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. I'm getting too old for this Dread. <laughs> this is my last so day on the job. 
I'm sitting here and I'm like, is, this is like lethal judging. <laughs> but uh, Dredd sets off and he's got this armored car and it's locked to his DNA and only yeah. he can get it. And he's and got if a sidekick. Wrong, just lock the doors and they'll they'll come get you. Right. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the issue, he he gets a mental call from Judge Anderson, Judge Harry Anderson. You may remember him from Night, Night Court. Court. Yeah. Hey, yeah. want to pick I'm a Harry, card? Pick but a then card. Aren't we all? Yes. Yeah. So tell me, Brad, if that is your <laughs> real name. Bob and June Wheeler. So uh, they they are being kind of ambushed along the way. That's why I said it kind of is a 16 blocks kind of feel to it where they've got this yeah. far to go. And it's like every time they turn around, somebody is there trying to stop them. Of course, no one could get into the armored car. And that's when Judge Anderson is like, wait a minute. The hijacking's coming from inside the bus. <laughs> Get out now. Santa Claus all along. <laughs> no, uh, and this is and this is where this ties into one of the previous issues. Uh, Judge uh, Tarjay. Um, and you have a theory on that. We'll, we'll talk about in just a minute. Judge Walmart. Yes. Um, so Judge Tarjay in a previous issue was shot in the neck by um I don't want to say rioting robots, but these uh, robots that have gone a little wacky. And so he disappeared right. for a while. And right. so the other people that have run into these robots have either had their heads blow up or have had some bad things happen to them. Apparently, whoever's had dealings with the robots and Judge Tarjay when he was out of commission are mentally controlling him to hijack the, uh, the bus from the inside. Well, are they mentally controlling him or is well, he also clone? Well, that's true too. I, well, and well, that's what the backup story is. He is, he, we find out that he is a clone, but, uh, but he's, well, maybe he's in with the kidnappers, you know, the clone is in on, on the job. That could be it. Yeah. I'm wondering if I could the judge see that. Tarjay that we see in the first story isn't a clone who's part of the whole thing. Right. Because in the second story, we get the, the story of judge Tarjay running naked through the streets of mega city. Yes, and getting to his home and putting on his clothes and saying, oh, my gosh, thank God I can finally get my clothes on. But then when he gets to work, he discovers that he's wanted yep. for corruption and an attempted uh, assault of a judge and hijacking and illegal cloning. And then he realizes what's going on and he knows that he has to rip off his judge clothes and go running naked through the city yep. again until he can clear his name. So, yep. you know, that's really kind of a cool backup. I was first I was very disappointed in the fact that we got into this great part of the story of the main story only to have this backup, which at first I was like, Oh really? And then we got to the reveal of the clone and yeah. what was going on. Cause the story starts, they don't tell us who it is. We have some mm -hmm. guy running through the city and he, you know, he ends up in a pair of stolen pants and he gets home and he puts on, I can finally put on my own clothes and he puts on his badge mm -hmm. and his badge is judge Tarjay. I was like, Oh, 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 nice. And that's the point where I'm like, okay, so they cloned and stole Judge Tarjay's identity as part of whatever the you know evil guys are doing here. But the bad thing is, as uh, Judge Tarjay is running through the city, he mm -hmm. steals, he kills. Uh, He's a judge. Yeah, but Judges he is not. But he is killing somebody so he can get away so that he's not captured. And I don't think a judge can do that. And he doesn't identify himself as a judge when he's stealing the clothes and the hospital people are trying to confront him. It's a little weird. Hard to say. And so, yeah. 
I don't know. Um, you said, Matthew, early on that you felt that this was very westernized, that this didn't feel like your 20 AD or 2000 AD Judge Dredd. It really didn't. And that's not necessarily a terrible thing. I mean, I'm not. I'm oftentimes a comic purist and I say, well, the original was better. But there's nothing wrong with this. I feel like this is probably, if I'm reading the situation, this was supposed to really tie into the Carl Urban movie. And if it was a huge Super Smash, then this would be the Super Smash comic to go with it. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And I think the timing is such that movie came out, what, six, eight, ten weeks ago? Oh, like no. That. Judge Dredd came out like in October. Okay, or maybe at the end three? of or maybe at the end of September, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it sounds this sounds kind of something, right? But this feels like a very Americanized version because Dredd shows up and you know, there are references to Donald Trump and references to mm -hmm. Bill Gates. There are references to current pop cultural phenomena, non phenomena, 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 phenomena. September 21st is when the Judge Dredd movie came out. So yeah, that would be about, that would be roughly about issue one. Yeah, three months would have been like October, November. Yep. But this, I mean, this feels less, well, and of course, the 2008 day stuff that we read most recently is like 40 years old. Right. So, you know, it's probably not necessarily the current dread situation either. But this felt a little bit, you know, it felt like it had influences of things like the Lethal Weapon and the 12th Lot. Mm -hmm. And you know, the movies, the, the cop movies, yeah. the buddy pictures, the, you know, the caper pictures the heist pictures of the last 30 years which now that i think about it it may not be so much an americanized version of dread as a more modernized version of dread and what that's I what it really felt like for me for me when i read what this I, that dread feel isn't so much british as it is old you know 80s yeah here's books. here's how i approached it so when we read um the cursed earth i thought wow this 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 character and this setting feel very foreign to me, even though I get all the references and I knew everything that was going on. Yes, because it was done by, you know, somebody else in another country. When I read this, I was like, well, this doesn't feel, this seems foreign to the previous Judge Dredd stuff that I've read before, but it seems somewhat natural. It just seems somewhat natural for Mega City One, for what I perceive as these East Coast. And it's like, yeah, well, this right. is the, this is the American culture telling him, you know, this this future dystopian future uh, story. So, yeah, I I felt more comfortable with this depiction by this writer and this artist than I did in the previous one. And that's weird. It's really weird how that subtleness comes through. Yeah, and I can definitely looking through the issue, I can see that there are a lot of influences here that are more of an Americanized take on it. Swierczynski is one of the guys who he took over immortal iron fist actually mm -hmm. from Matt fraction. And while his run wasn't as wonderful as the first issues by fraction, it was not terrible. And he had a really good handle on bits and pieces of that character. And I think he has that same thing going on with dread, mm -hmm. 
But I think what we're looking at here as well, the successful, whether this is going to be successful, I think is going to be whether you can capture the existing Judge Dread fan base. Mm-hmm. I don't know if IDW books are, you know, universally distributed. If you can pick them up yeah. in Britain, or well, I don't, you know, I don't know about that. I do know that yeah. uh, you can pick them up almost well, everywhere sure in the United States. Copy. Oh yeah, yeah. Get yourself a digital copy. And be like, I got me a digital copy, digitalness, digital, and it probably won't have that, you know, big seal right in the middle of it. That <laughs> yeah, that big watermark. IDW. Yeah, yeah, that thing that looks like Jack Webb smashing things at the end of Dragnet. Poink. Maybe I've been watching too much Emergency One on the Me channel, but all in all, I like this issue. It there is there's nothing overtly wrong with it. There's nothing that says it's not really dread. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that sticks out like a sore thumb as terrible. It honestly, it's better than uh, the DC adaptation from the '90s. Oh yeah. By far, I would agree with you on that. <laughs> Even though I, I enjoyed the Batman Judge Dredd uh, team up issue or the crossover issue, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think better with Batman. Of course, if Batman show up in, in Mega City One right now, uh, solve the case in an instant. Um, I really enjoyed this issue of Judge Dredd as well. I didn't have really <laughs> any Wayne problems. Walking. Judge Tarje is a clone. <laughs> I just thought you'd like to know. <laughs> and walks out. Yeah. <laughs> That's page four. You're forgetting Batman. I am the law. <laughs> I don't care if you're the law. That guy's a clone. I am the law. <laughs> and then both of them boot to the face at the same time. Yeah, classic. It turns out that Robin went to high school with the Joker. <laughs> and strangely, Julia Stiles. Although, you know, Mega City One and um, Batman Beyond uh, Gotham City are kind of alike. In that they're both they mega have some cities. Similarities, yeah. Well, and I mean they're they're all in that dystopian kind of horrible mm-hmm. you know, what's his name? William Gibson future. Sure. I will accept that. Yeah. I I don't know if I'd call it so much cyberpunk, but there's definitely that sort of yatta, we're in the future. Well, it's that, Blade Runner, it's that Blade Runner. It's that Blade Runner um Androids dream of electric yeah. sheep shearing apparatuses or something. I don't know. I was going for a joke there. Joke withdrawn. We'll be good. It'll be fine. I was trying to really look as we were talking. I was trying to find out who was the production designer was on Blade Runner because that's where uh, we get Malcolm the... Malcolm Donaldbane. Is that who it was? Or are you just no, making that I up? Made well, no. Malcolm Donaldbane was actually the uh, villain in the first issue of The Cat in 1973. Uh, back when Tigra was Hellcat. What are you talking about? 1973. Man, I was three in 1973. So was I. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I don't know what happened that year. I got to meet Ford in 1973. <laughs> That's funny because I drove a Ford <laughs> in 1973 and nearly went to jail. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, somebody was like, I have was you ever met a president? That's like, like, the only president I ever met was Ford. Really? Yeah, he was staying up the I street. I have met a president. He was staying up the street from my grandparents when he stayed in Kansas City. He was staying at a, at a I think it was the Ramada Inn that was just up the street from their house. And my grandpa was like, really? hey, let's go walk down there. And we went out there and he came out and was shaking hands and getting pictures taken. I was like, all right, there you go. I didn't know who this guy was. I met the secretary of... Uh, 
whatever that thing is. Secretary of the Treasury? No. Secretary of the, the State? The one who used to be the, the governor of Kansas back when our governor was good. Mike. Uh, what is she now? Secretary oh, she's Dalton. a, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Sebelius. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I got a personalized letter from her. I, Dear I, I Stephen, thank you for your help. Sincerely, Kathleen. She's like, your kid's adorable. I'm like, yeah, she is. Anyway, back to Judge Dredd. Enough. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what about Judge Dredd? 1973, apparently. You a Judge Dredd comic. <laughs> oh, my goodness, people. You want to see the show continued, people? Huh? Is this what you're wanting? <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> yeah? Is this what you're asking for? Well... <laughs> I think we teach you. I, <laughs> that'll teach you to donate your two, five, or ten dollar a month recurring donation yeah, to major or spoilers. Click on that major spoilers link to, to the Amazon or to buy those tweaked audio headphones at tweakedaudio.com. Major, major, tweakedaudio.com. On checkout, one third off. You know what? I, I, I like, uh, I like, uh, two guys, one comic, endless possibilities. I like that as our tag know. for this. And I don't know I if anybody, I don't think anybody really submitted that as an answer. I think someone came close to that and I modified yeah. it. So it's been a couple of weeks um, and we haven't given away this pair of tweaked audio headphones yet. So yeah. um, what I'm going to do is the first person. No, not the first person. The 13th person. <laughs> Caller number 10. Wait. Email number 10. No, this is what I want people to do. I want people in the comment section over at Majorspoilers.com. In the comment section for this episode... I want yes. you to uh, write in your top five reasons, top five reasons why you don't have to go into a lengthy explanation, just a top five list, top five reasons why Matthew should watch the Carl Urban Judge Dredd movie right away. And the person that has the best uh, top five will get a pair of tweaked audio uh, headphones. These are the natural V3 earbuds from our friends at tweakedaudio.com. And don't forget tweakedaudio.com on that checkout code Matthew said was major. You get one Major. third off your price. Do it today. Tweakedaudio.com. I did. Okay. Uh, how many I am the laws do you give this, uh, give this <laughs> issue? Um, I would definitely say yes. Yes. You didn't like, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, no, I, I uh, are you giving this, this five? One. I am the laws Two. I am the laws. Well, what's the maximum five. On a scale of one to seventeen, I give it about twelve and a half. Yeah, so about a three and a half. In that neighborhood, it's a good issue. Um, I mean, it's not one of those things that you'll immediately go, "Wow, this is a life changing experience." But it is a very strong, enjoyable comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear, clean art. Uh, Judge. Oh Dredd's yeah, the Nelson Daniel green. Although they should be well, but in the backup, the Judge uh, Tarjay's boots are green, so Tarjay. it could just be a Which, coloring way, issue. Is I'm pretty sure Judge Target is a joke at the expense of the Target, uh, oh yeah, brand uh, stores and how that would be warped over a hundred years from now time. One of my coworkers actually swears she heard that they really are French and it should be pronounced Target, <laughs> and I'm like, that's so cute. Oh, look at you! Yeah, you're. I really like. I really like the um, the art by um, by Nelson Daniel. Uh, I thought it was yeah. very clean. Um, very stylized. I like how they use the um, the dots, the zipatone uh, yeah. dots in strategic the places. Good. The the coloring feels more classical. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like super hyper, you know, colored by a computer. It feels like it might have been painted by a guy. 
Yeah, maybe. And, yeah, you know, to an they, extent, I guess. They put yeah. a character in there with Donald Trump references without making it legally actionable. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's pretty clever in and of itself. I'm trying to. No, I guess they Plus use that. Plus, it's fun throughout. to yell Drock. Yeah, Drock. How the Drock did you find me? Uh, so uh, I also Such give it. Uh, I give this one. Uh, I give this one four. I am the laws. Four. I am the law. 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 Um, I am the law. I, I like it. I, I would probably. I, I would probably I pick this wind. up and read it again. I mean, read the next issue. Oh, I want to yeah, see what happens. I'm just more interested to see if, you know, because the first two issues were kind of uh, stuck together. This mm. one seems to be like the start of another story that has a continuation to it, but it has oh, a reference to the arc. previous arc. I would like to see if this somehow comes together, pulling all these bits and pieces out. Um, yeah. You know, by the time you hit issue 12 or something, it all comes together. In a weird way. That would be interesting. It, it, it's I good. What I'm going to do now that I have a comicsology pull list, in addition to my buying comics books pull list, I may put this on my comicsology pull list. Is yeah, it yeah, available yeah. through comicsology? Oh yeah, yeah. You can get uh, everything IDW. Oh. Uh, everything IDW you can get through comicsology, uh, and probably you know, some other places as well. But definitely, Mars Attacks Kiss was pretty clever. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the as I reviewed the uh, Mars Attacks uh, Transformers, also pretty good. <laughs> You know what I want to see? Mars Attacks Ghostbusters. Uh, is that one? I can't remember if that. I think that was just an alternate cover. I can't remember if that's actually one that of the ones that comes out. That would have been a good one. That, Let me ack, look. Ack, ack, ack. Clearly, we're dealing with some sort of extraterrestrial force. Well, what are we going to do about it, Egon? Well, but you know they're not. they got a whole new group of Ghostbusters, ack, don't ack. they? Who? The Ghostbusters. Oh, I don't know. Well, they've got a whole new transform. I bet we have too, a review. I bet we classic. review that over there at the major spoiler site. Oh yeah, you're right because these are standalone issues. Yeah, those are all standalones. Remember, Popeye took place in the 30s, and Kiss took place uh, during uh, an alternate universe version of Marvel Super oh, Special Number One. This is Mars Attacks: The Real Ghostbusters. Wait, are those the ones with the monkey and Forrest Tucker? Oh, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Unfortunately, <laughs> Mars no. Attacks: The Other Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the ones nobody This is loves. This is the one that uh, where Egon has the blonde hair. Those are the real oh, Ghostbusters. Egon with his pompadour. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Arsenio Hall voicing uh, Winston. Oh, really? Yeah, Arsenio Hall. Well, he wasn't the only one. He was the first one. I'm pretty sure oh, he okay. was replaced. Dave Coulier is in but, that one? Yeah, Coulier did. Um, I want to say Coulier actually did Ray Stance. In that one. And then uh, Lorenzo Music originally did uh, Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. And then Bill Murray later took over Garfield, which was one of the things that Lorenzo Music became famous for. Hmm. Interesting. In the circle of voiceovers. The more you know. You'll all die. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we were joking earlier about those uh, donations, but we really do appreciate them. They allow us to continue to do shows like this. We have server costs. We have other costs. And it is nice to... uh, to crank out all of this entertainment for for you, the listener at home, and uh, kind of be rewarded or thanked for the uh, the effort that we're putting in. So we appreciate everyone who puts in the the two, the five, or the ten dollar a month recurring donation. And you know what? I realize that we are in tight times and that we are in tough times. And I understand if there are those people out there who do have to cancel their subscription. Uh, I got an email from someone today who's been a long, 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 long time uh, contributor to the cause, and he's just like, "Look, man." 
this is the situation. And he explained us like, don't feel bad about canceling it out. I mean, we're doing this for fun. Uh, yes, we'd love to make this our full-time job, but I understand that if you got to feed your kids or you got to pay a mortgage yeah. or you've lost a job and you can't afford it, I totally understand that. But if you can, and you think that these, I mean, Matthew, when we hit issue 500 next week of the major spoilers oh, podcast, yeah, if you add up awesome. all of our podcasts and all the podcasts that I did before I started major spoilers going all the way back to 2006, this is going to be right around my 1500th podcast when we hit issue 500. How do you feel about 500 references? No. I feel that 500 references, no. Come on, I'm going to be on the show. We're guaranteed at least 120 just by me being awake. <laughs> Hell, that was three references right there. <laughs> um, no. Not for the intro, that's for sure. Um, you know what? So, yeah, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad if you, uh, if you can't. Super Sentai team. Probably. If they had... A white ranger. Yes. Uh, with a pointy <laughs> hat. Uh, don't feel bad if you can't donate, but if you can, I think about this. This week alone, we have recorded two major spoilers podcasts, a dueling review podcast, a top uh -huh. five podcast, uh, uh -huh. a Munchkinland podcast, a critical hit podcast. All of those are roughly between an hour, an hour and a half each. So let's say that that's, well, let's uh, average it up and say that's well, about eight hours of content. That we've generated this week. And if you think Seven that's worth. Times one and a half is like 306. So 306 hours. <laughs> of math brought to you by people who went through the public school system. <laughs> well, just take eight hours and, and 10, 80 cents, 80 cents an episode. That's pretty that's good. Right. 80 cents an episode. Yeah, that's less than it costs to feed Sally Struthers. <laughs> I think it costs a lot to feed Sally Struthers. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for downloading and listening and putting up for, with our shenanigans. I'm sorry that people are like, oh, I listen to the show and I expect you guys to be yelling and screaming at each other and punching each other in the face. And you guys generally are getting Should along. And I, I don't understand. You know well, what? here's the thing. Fight. Let's have a fight. Ready. Wait. Screw you're you. You're a nail biter. You screw you. You're a nail biter and your mother never screw loved you. Screw you. Jerk you're weed. Too short and you have no ear for music. Bite me. And nobody likes you, least of all me. And your mother smells, too. Hey, my mother's been dead for seven <laughs> years. That's to be expected. All right, here we go. Uh, 130, 2013. <laughs> 2013, uh, January 30th releases. What do we have on the list? Uh, Dragon Age? Uh, Dragon, what? Emily and the Strangers, number one. I don't know what that is. That's from uh, Dark Horse Comics. Hellboy in Hell, number one. That's a second printing. Mer. Oh, boy. I tell you what. Next week comes that limited edition Legend of uh, Zelda Hyrule um, Historia book that I think they Ooh. it's going to be sold out. We, don't, I don't, we didn't even get a full review copy uh, here, but it is sold out. Hardcover and the limited hardcover. 70 bucks for that. Sold out. Uh, DC wow. Comics next week. We have All-Star Western, number 16. Arrow, number three. Batman and Robin Annual, number one. Um, before Watchmen dollar bill number one. And of course, next is, week, um, next week, we're recording some critical hits on Wednesday. So you're going to get that review late Thursday before Watchmen, uh, Ozzie Davis, number five, <laughs> he man and the masters of the universe. Number six. I haven't read the first five issues. <laughs> oh, let's review that one then. Oh, oh, oh. 
My name is Matthew. Her, 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 her. This is how I talk. Ha, 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 ha. That's <laughs> not how I talk. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doctor Who Prisoners of Time, number one. Um, that's from IDW Publishing. Mars Attacks Zombies versus that. Robots. Doctor Prisoners Who. Prisoners of Time, number one. That's the, that's a first Doctor story. Yes, it is. Boom. Goes to is this a reprint? It's old Doctor. Is this no, a no, reprint? No, no. This is the, this is the 50th anniversary. It's oh, a that's right. series. That's right. One issue, supposedly one issue for each doc, and then twelfth uh, issue to wrap it all up. Let's do it. Some William Hartnell action. Okay, this is digital and, and a P I'll plus. I'll call you Chatterton. So, Doctor Who: Prisoners of Time, number one, IDW Publishing. We will do that two IDW Publishings in a row next week. All right, two Ooh. IDWs in a row. That's all right, though. Ooh, that's deep. We could end up reading something from Crossed. Crossed. Yeah. Let's let's lock down. No. Twenty five. No. Twenty five is no. apparently going to be. I don't need to see people from? eating their own intestines. They don't do that every issue. Sometimes they eat other people's intestines. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we're reviewing in a future episode of Dueling Reviews right here on the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. Remember, we love comics. We know you do too, and we will talk with you soon. Major spoilers is is a right of two thousand thirteen.